22. I pray today that I can deliver this message in a way that uh, will challenge you and bless you. That I can convey the word of God in such a way that brings understanding. Amen. God has called us with a holy calling. Amen. God is ordering our steps. He is leading us into a destiny that He has prepared for us. As a church, but I want to tell you today, but also as individuals. Now that scares people. We can all buy in to God's destiny for us, but can you buy in to the destiny that He has for you? The plans that He has for you. The purpose that He has for you. The calling that He has for you. Genesis chapter 22 verses 1 through 4 now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him Abraham and he said here am I then he said take now your son your only son Isaac whom you love and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains which of which I shall tell you So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son. And he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. It's been said that there are three components of every man's life. A great affection, a great sorrow, and a great trial. Few of us ever become what God desires for us to be until we have some time in our life submitted to all three avenues of faith. The affection of the call, the sorrow of the call, the trial of the call. There's not a single man or woman in the Old or New Testament that did anything for the kingdom of God that did not have such an experience with God. And it was through their affections, their sorrows and trials that God used a hammer of purpose to hammer out their destiny. There is not a man or woman among us in this place today who will be immune from the trials that God has prepared for us in this life and on this journey. Every call of God demands a trial of faith. Every call of God demands a trial of faith. Every great thing ever done in the kingdom was wrought through trial. Trials 
godly trials are the measure, the manner, and the meaning of faith's testing. Peter said it. It is these trials that will show that your faith is real. God is calling. God is calling. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. And I'm so thankful for your presence that is in this place. God, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you would anoint me to preach the word without hesitation, without fear, without compromise. That I'll be unashamed of the gospel, the word, the truth of Jesus Christ. Help me to speak truth in love, I pray, to each one who has opened up their ears to hear and their hearts to receive your word today. Not my will, Lord, but thy will be done. Thy kingdom come in this place as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name. You may be seated. It was the Apostle James who said, and I paraphrase out of the Message Bible, consider it a sheer gift when tests and trials come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it, the trials, do its work so you can become mature and well developed. Why is it pure joy or a sheer gift? Why is why did Paul say that our trials are joy? The reason of this is because every trial, difficulty, and challenge is an opportunity that helps us to become more like Christ. I remember once scrambling many, many, many years ago, pre-marriage, pre-kids, pre-fat body. Even then I wasn't in the best of shape, but I remember once scrambling to the top of Chichen Itza. It's a pyramid in Mexico. And for someone as small and unfit as I was, it was a challenging climb. I remember as I walked under the summit thinking, what an amazing reward was mine. (laughs) The endurance, the perseverance, the hard work, the sweat, the pain in getting to the summit was brought into perspective only when I reached the top and I had a clear view. See, getting to the peak and seeing the view, that is pure joy. Yet, without the trial of the climb, without the work, the perseverance, the endurance, there would have not been a summit walk that day. The reward of the summit is not measured by how many come to our church. 
what size our offerings are or what kind of program we run. The reward of our summit is not measured in how many services we can attend, how many Bible studies we can give, how many times we can run the aisles or dance in the Spirit. No, these peaks are not about what we have done or what we will do. They're about something far more important than that. These summits, these mountain peaks are about what you are and who you are becoming. What God is doing in you, the call that he has placed on your life. And in order to reach the summit's reward, you must face the challenge of the summit itself. I said to reach the pinnacle of what God wants to accomplish in your life. What God is calling you to do, you must face the challenge of the summit. And that is exactly what we read about in Genesis chapter 22. We're not long into this text until we see a, a, an extreme and difficult challenge to Abraham's faith journey in his goal to reach the summit of God's call and will in his life. We see one of the greatest, if not the greatest, call challenge in his life. And so there are some things that we learn from this story some things that we're going to have to face before we experience the reward of the summit. The first thing is, it's the challenge of the call itself. Genesis chapter 22, verses 1 and 2, it says, Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. Then he said, take now your son. Here's the call. Your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I will tell you of. See, this isn't the first time Abraham heard the voice of God to call him to a greater place of faith. We know that God originally called him, and we read about it in Hebrews chapter 11, which is the faith chapter of the Bible. It says, by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance, and he went out not even knowing where he was going. This isn't the first time God challenged him with a call. God calls Abraham again and challenges him to take Isaac, his only son, and offer him as a sacrifice. Take your son and offer him. It would have been so much easier for Abraham to lay down his own life than it would be to take the life of his only son. It would have been much easier for Abraham to have offered the best of his flock than to offer his one and only son. It would have been much easier for Abraham to offer any and all of his possessions than to offer his one 
and only son, but it was not to be he had to heed and listen to the call of God. Add to that the pressure of Isaac being the only son. Isaac being the promised son. Add that, and all of a sudden this call is cutting, and it's a killing command from God. The son Abraham was being commanded to offer was God's gift. It was the hope of his future. Now the call of God was for Abraham to take his one and only son and sacrifice him. We know that the call of God has its rewards. Paul said it, I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. We know that the call of God has its rewards, but it also has its sacrifices. And the greatest challenge we faced in our call is the cost of that call. You see, the challenge of the summit isn't the peak itself. But the challenge of the summit simply begins with the challenge of the call of God in our life. It is the greatest challenge we face. It is the cost, the sacrifice, the price we have to pay to fulfill the call of God in our life. In Abraham's sense, it was his one and only son that he had to give back to God. In our circumstances, when God begins to call us into a greater level of faith, when God begins to call us into ministry, when God begins to call us to go deeper in what he has for us. It's going to cost us something. It may cost us time. It could cost us friendships. It may cost us family members. It could possibly cost us a job. We might have to sacrifice possessions and position and status. The call of God itself is a challenge. Once Abraham accepted the challenge of the call, he had to go a little bit further to answer that call. First, it's the challenge of the call. Next, it's the challenge of obedience. Genesis 22, verse number 3. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. He had to accept the call but he had to also obey the call. Abraham acted immediately. He did not wait to see if God would change his mind. He did not procrastinate to avoid the thing that God had called him to do. He refused to linger or postpone performing what God called him to do. You see, Abraham was in the habit of instant obedience. Abraham was in the habit of not procrastinating The call. He understood the challenge of the call itself and the sacrifice required. 
but he faced the challenge of obedience head on. This is one of the most prized qualities of a soul that longs to please God, and that is obedience to the call. That is a willingness to go when God says go. The willingness to speak when God says speak. The willingness to stand still when God says stand still. The willingness to do this when God says to do this or not do that when God says to not do that. It's the willingness to act immediately. The challenge of obedience to the call of God. The prophet Samuel said that obedience is better than sacrifice. One translation says it like this. Has the Lord as much pleasure in your burnt offerings and sacrifices as in your obedience? Obedience is far better than sacrifice. He is much more interested in your listening to him than in your offering of the fat of rams to him. God What pleases God the most is somebody who not only hears and understands the call, but is obedient to what God is calling them to. Obedience itself has an element of sacrifice in every aspect of our walk with God. All throughout the parables, Jesus taught obedience was always rewarded, but it was not without its sacrifice. The challenge of obedience and after abraham answered the call there was a space of time he had to endure between the call and the summit of the call it's the challenge of the interval of time genesis 22 4 it was on the third day abraham lifted his eyes And saw the place afar off. It was three days from the time God called him. To take his one and only son. To go to Mount Moriah. And there offer him a sacrifice. Between verses 3 and 4. It is a three day time frame. Three days of travel undertaken by Abraham. His son and his servants. See, three days was more than enough opportunity to turn around and go home. Three days was more than enough opportunity for him to change his mind. Three days was more than enough time to cave in to the wills and the wiles of the flesh. Three days was more than enough time for him to say, forget it. It's not worth it. Three days was too long for somebody who wants something now. Three days waiting on God. When God calls you, there is a time and interval between the call of God and the fulfillment of what God wants you to do and accomplish. We call it the summit. It's in that waiting time where fear comes in. It's in that waiting time where we become impatient. It's in that waiting time we become doubtful of what God wants to do in our life. There are some in this place, God has called you to ministry. God has called you to go and to do. But that call was so long ago. Now you're doubting the call. You're doubting the voice of God. You're doubting the timing of God. You're struggling through it. There's a challenge to the interval of time between the call and the summit. 
I mean, use your imagination a bit and consider Abraham while he is looking at the questioning eyes of Isaac. Think about that first night when Abraham is watching Isaac and his servants sleep. Abraham is too troubled to sleep. He looks at the innocent sleeping son and sadly thinks to himself that soon enough he will no longer have a son, but God has called and he must give him back. Just imagine the turmoil Abraham was going through as he waited. Just because Abraham was obedient did not mean that it was not a tremendous test to his soul. Just because Abraham heard the call plain and clear. Just because Abraham immediately obeyed the call does not mean that the faith journey that he was on was not a rough one. It does not mean that he didn't have other trials to face. It was more than just the challenge of the call. It was more than just the challenge of obedience. But there was a challenge of waiting for God to fulfill the call. Just because we're obedient to God's call, it does not mean that there's not a tremendous test of our faith. And in that waiting, we sometimes are asked the questions, are we holding on to God's blessings too tightly for us to let go of some things to answer the call? Do I I love God more than these comforts, these possessions, these relationships? Is the sacrifice worth, worth it? Is my love worth for God worth more than these things? My, my desire to please Him and to be obedient to the call of God in my life. Am I willing to release everything that call, God calls for me to relinquish? It's questions. The challenge of the interval of time. We begin to wonder, is the sacrifice worth it? Jesus declared to his followers that there was a tremendous cost to answering his call. Luke chapter 14, verses 25 through 27, reading from the New Living Translation, it says a large crowd was following Jesus. He turned around and said to them, If you want to be my disciple, if you want to answer the call to follow me, You must, by comparison, hate everyone else and everything else. We look at the scripture and like, to follow Jesus, we have to hate our father, our mother, our wife, and our children, our brothers and our sisters, even our own life, to be your disciple. What Jesus was asking, do you love me more? than these is the comparison of the love that you have for things and in in family and friends the comparison is hatred versus sacrifice and love see there's sacrifice trial that leads up to the summit of what God wants to do in your life. And this is all just the first day. Running through. 
Abraham's mind. Marching on the second day, there were tears for Abraham to dry when others were not looking. He had to clear his throat before speaking to some of his servants because of the grief that was heavy on his heart. There's a price to pay to reach the summit. The second night, and Abraham thinks to himself on the next day, will be the day for sacrifice. It's hard to imagine what kind of challenge went on in the soul of Abraham during this interval of time. Some in this place today can relate to waiting. Some of us can relate to the difficulty of waiting for the fulfillment of God's call in our life. I can only imagine I've been there, but I can only imagine the things that run through your mind. You begin to doubt yourself. You begin to doubt God. You begin to doubt your abilities. You begin to doubt that you even heard the call of God. It's hard to imagine what kind of challenge that we're facing when we're facing the challenge of the interval. During the time between our call and the reward of the summit, the pinnacle of what God wants to do in our lives, we must make up in our minds during this time of challenge that no matter the cost, no matter the loss, no matter the sacrifice, we must say, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. The challenge of waiting. And then came the greatest challenge of all. The challenge of reaching the summit. You see, it wasn't an easy climb. It was, according to the scriptures, afar off. It wasn't just a stop on the side of the road. But they had a mountain to climb. It was a long and strenuous journey to the summit. It was one with not just physical burdens that were being borne, but there were emotional burdens that were being borne as well. See, it's a challenge in itself to just reach the summit. It requires every ounce of resolve. It requires every ounce of grit and determination. It will exact every ounce of energy. It will drain you emotionally. It will drain you physically. It will challenge you spiritually. That is the challenge of the summit. Yet we strive for the reward of the summit by facing the challenge of the summit. Abraham said to his young men, stay here and we will go yonder and worship. Through trials, God will always lead you to specific summits that have a huge impact on your life and your walk with him. I said through your trials and through the call of God, he leads you to specific summits that have an impact in your life and on this journey of faith with him. God is calling some people to go higher. God is calling some people to go do greater things. God is calling some people to reach the summit of your call. This was a challenge for the summit for Abraham. We read throughout the scriptures, it wasn't the first time, nor it was the last time he faced the challenge of the summit. 
And nor is it the first time or the last time that any man or woman of God had to face the challenge of the summit. Noah faced Mount Ararat. It was a place of new beginning, ushered in by a trial of devastation. Moses faced Mount Sinai, a place where law was given, where he experienced the glory of God, but was accompanied by the idolatry and debauchery at the foot of the mountain. Israel faced Pisgah. It was a place of vision to see the promised land, but it was not without its giants and its walled cities. Jacob faced Mount Bethel, a meeting place with God, yet it too was accompanied by a wrestling match with an angel. Elijah faced Mount Carmel, the mountain of victory for the prophet, but also a place of great disaster. For people. See, the challenge of the summit is found in the journey to answer and fulfill the call of God in our life. But it's step by step, prayer by prayer, trial by trial, you will make it to the place of worship and victory. Step by step, prayer by prayer, trial by trial. Facing the challenge of the call. Facing the challenge of obedience. Facing the challenge of the mountain itself. Before we reach the victory of the summit. God's calling for us to reach the summit. The call in our life. As the musicians come today. The challenge of the summit is before us. Though it was ushered in by the most challenging call of his life, when Abraham reached the summit of Mount Moriah, it became the place of the greatest victory of faith in his life. I said, though it was the most challenging call of his life, when he reached the summit it became the place of greatest victory of faith in his life we know the rest of the story the angel of the Lord came stayed the hand of Abraham spared his son Isaac God then knew that Abraham would do anything for him that Abraham would answer any call in his life He would face the challenge head on. There, Abraham and Isaac made a sacrifice of the ram that the Lord provided. And there at the summit, they worshiped together. There at the summit, they celebrated the pinnacle of their journey. There at the summit, his faith was rewarded. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham in verse number 15. 
a second time out of heaven and said by myself I have sworn says the Lord because you have done this because you have answered the call you're obedient to the call you faced the challenge and trial of faith because you have done this I have not withheld your son your only son then he goes on to say blessing I will bless you and in multiplying I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven as the sand which is on the seashore and your descendants shall possess the gates of their enemies in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you face the challenge of the summit I want to tell you this morning that God is calling some people to go higher to go deeper to go further than you've ever been to sacrifice greater than you've ever sacrificed to answer a call that's not going to be easy to answer but God is calling some people why? because he's coming soon and there is a world that is lost and dying without the knowledge of Jesus Christ and the experience of his salvation God is calling us to face the challenge of the summit he is calling us to climb the mountain before us and as we all stand in this place I want to ask you a few questions for you to answer yourself this morning will you accept the challenge of God's call Will you accept the challenge of obedience to God's call? Will you accept the challenge of facing the interval of time and the trials that accompany it for the call of God today? Is there anybody in this house that the Spirit of the Lord is dealing with you willing to accept the challenge of the summit God is calling you to ministry God is calling you to work in the fivefold ministry God is calling you to operate in the gifts of the spirit God is calling you to share this gospel with this lost world God is calling you to teach Bible studies God is calling you to be a witness God is calling you to be an example God is calling you to deeper relationship God is calling is anybody willing to answer the call of God and face the challenge of the summit because on the other side I said at the top there is reward at the top there is blessing at the top there is fulfillment is there anybody here willing to echo the words of Paul I will press hard toward the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus I will push my way through I will break my way through I will climb this mountain I will face every trial I'll face every challenge Jesus is coming soon I need to fulfill my purpose. Anybody willing to answer the call to go? Anybody willing to answer the call to prayer? Anyone willing to answer the call to ministry? The answer the call to holiness?
Anybody willing to answer that call? The challenge of the summit. Call me out upon the water. Oh, come on. There ought to be a spirit of brokenness in this place. Presenting ourselves before God. Humble ourselves. In the mystery. Let God begin to speak. Let oh, God begin to move. My faith will stand. It's a challenge. It's not easy. And I will call upon you. your name. God is calling you. Get out of your comfort zone. Keep my eyes above Break away from the winds and the rest. Oceans rise. Stop oh, holding on to possessions. Stop holding on to things that hinder you and your journey. And you are. Oh, I'm 